What's up? What's up? What's up? Anchor family, I am just sharing something that I woke up in my spirit, and it's like I kind of heard God feeling a certain way, <laughs> and it kind of like you know, first I was checking myself because I was feeling a certain kind of way because I had saw a post, and I was like, hmm, okay. It's like, why why do, this is one question, then I'm going to get into what I'm sharing. Um, that's my phone always ringing. Uh, instead, instead of individuals just coming out and telling you something, right, why do they, social media, <laughs> social media is a tool. To bring awareness to whatever that individual is doing. And upon that awareness, other opportunities occur. It comes before you, right? And uh, it should cause your assignment to um, reach thousands. Okay. But social media is not or let me see how can I put it I'm finding that people try to use social media to resolve personal issues let's let's just do that let's say it like that um or to try to reveal something <laughs> it's like they want you to read between the line instead of them just they don't like to confront the issue. But they'll, they'll, they'll put a Facebook post or send you a message or make a statement, right? Because I know I make statements, but it's spiritual. It's like if God give me something, uh, if something happened, that is like, whoa, then I'm going to share it. You know, like if I get a word or, or I heard a message or whatever, I'm going to repost it. If I'm doing something in the community, I'm going to repost it. To me, I use I use social media as a... Uh, marketing tool all right if I want to converse with a person I'm gonna call them I'm gonna send them a text give me a call or I call them and I leave them a message all right I'm not gonna be playing this this um this scale like wait the scale like okay I'm gonna see how much I can weigh it down to see if it's time for me to call you or just come out with it or I don't know um I'm finding out that people don't like to like the social skills, meaning building relationships or whatever, I see people really stay away from it. They're about to post a message on Facebook or social media some kind of way, right, to get a person's attention. And you kind of know who's following you, right? You, you kind of know who's on your feed, where you're supposed to know. Uh, I can tell who's actively connecting with me by whatever I'm posting or whatever, they like it or make a comment. So that's your active followers. That's the ones that's 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 following your message, your promotions. I mean, you you can tell by the activity that comes on your feed. So if I'm posting something, and you already know who's gonna be on your feed, where well, I feel that you are making a statement pertaining to somebody that's on that feed, right? Uh, I don't like that. Maybe that, and that's just my opinion. That's how I feel about it. Because I found that even people that's uh, in your inner circle, uh, or maybe.
close to you may not be in your inner circle, but like on the outer courts, meaning you're outside, you just call, say hi, or you're just doing a business um, thing with them or something. I don't know. But anyway, I'm just saying, I saw something on a post, and it, it kind of like, it did something to my spirit. I was like, now, I know the person wasn't actually talking about me because of some conversations that we had. However, it's, I perceived that this person was trying to let me know on a cool what was going on, right? Instead of just like if we communicate on the phone, just come up and 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 just come up and be honest and say, look, um, you know, I'm seeing somebody or I'm interested in somebody else. Don't try to like on the slick. You're still trying to you you paint the filler over here, just having a conversation, just trying to wait things out. But then you actually, like I said, I'm that's why I'm doing this series. Uh, are your walls fortified for the sisters? Because the men, sometimes, they still try to have, like, their little three, three, four women around them to play any, many, many more. You see what I'm saying? And God is not pleased with that. He's not. You either for somebody or you're not. You don't just drag them along thinking that they may have an opportunity to be the possibility all right, um, or because you try to come close to them in a inappropriate way, and it took a stand. Now you like trying to throw it back in their face. Where if you don't want to let me do this, I got somebody that'll let me. That's just like in high school, you know. You know, oh, if you ain't gonna let me, if you ain't gonna let me sex you, then I, I think all these girls that want me, I can get any girl. You see, so it's it try to manipulate you so you can drop your guards down let them in but they're not really even serious about you all right so i'm saying all that to say i just shook my head when i saw it last night well it really was early in the morning and i just like laughed you know i was just like i laughed about it i like chuckled in my spirit i, I felt like i was like sarah i chuckled in my spirit when i saw it now with that said you know, I just shook it off and said, okay, it is what it is. I mean, hey, duh. Another one bites the dust. That's how I feel about the situation, right? Now, when I got up, when I got up, because I think I was talking, having a conversation with myself in the spirit. <laughs> but this the thing. When I got up, I felt the spirit of the Lord feeling a certain way. You know, and I was like, oh, you know, and the only thing I had got in my spirit was like, don't you know, I can end all of this right now with a snap of my finger. And I was like, and I'm like looking around like, whoa, okay, Lord, Daddy, what's up? You okay? What's going on? I know they got the battle going on right now in Israel, and I know you're not pleased with that. You know, oh, I'm sorry, I repent for the people who don't have their minds right and whatever. And he was just like, I'm talking about my children. I'm talking about those that call me their God, those that say that I'm their God over their lives, and their hearts are far from me. I was like, whoa. I said, okay, Daddy, uh, what's wrong? He said, daughter, don't you know I can snap my finger right now and end this right now, and many will be lost. 
and cast away. I was like, whoa. I said, okay. He said, but because of my love for my creation, I'm, I'm stepping back and I'm enduring the pain. I mean, I'm enduring the long suffering, striving to thrust people out there like you and some other children of mine that are standing firm and bringing my word and reaching thousands. I was like, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. But I'm not pleased. And I, I'm just, I'm not pleased. And I felt, I felt, I felt, it's like I felt God's burden. It's like I felt his heart. It's like I felt his suffering. It's like he was disappointed. It was like a part of him that died on the cross for us. He felt that he wished he would have never sent his son, Jesus, gave birth to Jesus. Even though Jesus is alive and well, but it was like, was it worth it? Is it, is it so prevalent that the enemy who... Who I created has become my enemy, my son, my child. You know, because you know he created the angels. He took time, he created the angels. And they was there in the heavenly realm, such as the devil himself. But at that time, his name was Lucifer. But when Lucifer got puffed up and he disobeyed God, he was cast out. And now because he was cast out, because he was jealous of us, God asked God commanded the angels to serve mankind. And Lucifer wouldn't, didn't want to have it. He was like, wait a minute, they should be serving us. You created us first, not man. And so that began a series of events that caused him to be cast out of heaven. And so the Spirit of God, I felt he was just sharing. He said, daughter, please, my people need to get in order. I say, well, God, I don't want to be cast out. What am I doing? Please show me. I don't want to lose. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to. I don't want to displease your heart. I don't. I don't want to get so stuck into myself that it's. I think it's all about me, and it's about you in me. Yes, Lord. He said, Well, I need you to bring that message forward. Tell my people, it's me and them that's bringing them forward. Don't lose sight. Of what I put before you. Don't get complacent. With what I put before you. Don't be picking and choosing. When I put something before you. Whoa. I say yes Lord. Yes daddy. So you guys. I don't know what's happening in the spirit realm. But whoo. I'm just saying everybody just need to get their house in order, get your heart in order, forgive, and keep it moving. Somebody hurt you, somebody uh, defame you, whatever it is, get it in order. If they don't receive it, that's on them. You make sure your heart is clean and right. And I can, I can easily testify on this here lately. From the last two years, I can honestly say that that Father had me encountering individuals before they die to make sure their heart is right people that i know that are my family members 
uh, I've literally heard my family members entering into the spirit realm and describing the heavenlies. My aunt and my sister, I have it recorded. So don't take it lightly, you guys. Don't take it lightly. If, if, if you feel that you prayed for something, okay, and let your gut feeling be your regulator, all right? Don't take that lightly. Pay attention to stuff around you. Just because somebody look right, feel right, sounds right, you go with your gut. If that gut say it's not right, back up and say, you know what, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not going to be able to go there. If you have any doubt, walk out. That's that. Hey, that's, that's my motto there. If I'm like going back and forth, back and forth, should I do it, shouldn't I do it? Should I do it, shouldn't I do it? Should I go, should I stay? Should I go, should I stay? When I go back and forth like that, I get my hands off and I back up. I say, oh, I'm in doubt. I'm not going to do it. I'm excited. Uh, uh, somebody asked me to come on a trip. And I was excited, making the plans, and was about to get the ticket. But I, I felt a little, you know, I had asked for some information, and the response wasn't really what I thought it should have been because this person is the, the CEO and the founder and the coordinator of this. And I'm trying to understand why you can't find a room. Why it's hard for you to get a hotel. And I have a customer that's from that country, and they've been calling. They ready to, to rock and roll and say, yeah, we got this hotel, we got this. But see, I need more information. You know, I'm not, I can't travel across the world, and I don't know what's going on. Ain't no, ain't no blind fate with this. You, got, you better have your destination because all of that is needed when you apply for your visa. So I'm just sharing all that to say this. Let's not be slowful. Let's make sure whatever we're doing, we stay, have a pure heart. Don't chase the bag. Let the bag chase you. That's the new thing, y'all. I'm learning how to, how to learn y'all little terms out there, young people. <laughs> you know, build relationships while you building your, your, your craft, perfecting your craft. And this is another thing he was sharing with me. It was like the Spirit of God just was talking. He said, just because I don't have... The word saying that my son um, didn't go to school didn't mean he didn't go to school. Joseph taught him. They went to school. Joseph taught him his craft. That's why he was a carpenter. He knew how he wasn't afraid to work. He wasn't afraid to do what he had to do to maintain and help his family. So he had to, he, they, had a, they had a school system back there. That's how he knew the word. That's how he knew the Bible. Come on, y'all. Everything is not in this Bible. You got to use common sense. He said, my children are not using common sense. I put that in them for a reason. If all else fail, you have common sense. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was like, okay, Lord, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> so then he came back and regressed and encouraged me. He said, don't be despondent, daughter. He said, don't, I haven't forgot about you. Yeah, I know what happened on January 12th. 
but don't be despondent. I'm going to take care of that. I was like, yeah, Lord, because I know when I pray, I say, Daddy, when I pray to you, you answer me. That's for a fact. I have no doubt. And I know when you when you have me in, in a delay situation, and I know when you're telling me to wait. So I, I'm just trying to understand what's going on with that. He said, don't worry about it. Remember, you the favor. I was like, whoa, all right, you the favor. You the favor. I say, yes, Lord. So I'm cool now, y'all. I'm like, hey, it is what it is. And so now I'm learning. And I asked God for something this year. And I'm seeing it's happening. And it's not the way how I thought it was going to be, you guys. And that's just how it is with this whole walk of life. But it is fulfilling what you ask. And I asked Daddy, I said, Lord, help me to separate my emotions from business and ministry when I'm helping individuals. Let me just be the 150% consultant and get it done without being attached to the individual. Even though I do have a spirit of love towards my clients and compassion. I mean, my heart goes out to them when I lost a client. Uh, well, I got to rewind there. He said they're not lost. A client went home to be with the Lord last week. And it did something to me because I felt that God had me to be a friend to her at that time of her life. And not knowing that that was really the end of her days. The time that God had us to spend time together. And she was happy because she was able to fulfill something before she went on. Her mother was able to see her alive. One last time before she went on home to glory. Isn't that powerful? And so now with that prayer, uh, I see the, the separation, but I understand. Because guess what? I prayed that. And, I, and somebody helped me pray. And with the agreement, and with two or three gathered in his name, not only that he would be in the midst, but the word of God tells us that if we come to come in agreement on anything, it shall be done, meaning it will be done. So I tell you, who do you have in your corner that you can have that honest prayer with to come in agreement to help something come to pass? You need that agreement. You need that lock. All right. Because when that agreement comes and you seal it in the name of Jesus and it's according to God's will. All right, you really feel that this is what the Father wants you to do in your life. And you have somebody, look, can you pray for me that I want to go to school, I want to do this, and I just need somebody to pray with me to come in agreement that I can fulfill this. And once that agreement takes place, you got boom, shakalaka, the angels are working. So now God is working in favor. He's going to give you a favor with the director. He's going to have a scholarship. He's going to, if not, he's going to send you the money to pay for your tuition. He's going to bless you with the books. Oh, come on, y'all. I know I'm telling you something that happened to me. Like I said, a lot of things that people pay for, Dr. D don't have to pay for. They can try to mock me and say all kinds of stuff on social media. But guess what? I'm living debt free, y'all. I'm living debt free, honestly. My, all my bills are up to date, uh, my, just my regular bills, I pay them on time, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that my credit is 
a certain way so it can maintain so when God do open up certain avenues, I can just walk in it and it won't be no hindrances. You still have the the physical realm. Remember the word of God? Matter of fact, Jesus said this and it's in Ray in Matthew and in um Luke. What render unto Caesar was due to Caesar and render unto God was due to due to God. What does that mean? It means this. We in the world but we're not of it. You have to abide by the law of the land. But in God's way, if you're a believer, you abide by the law of God. Because at the end of the boxing ring, God's law going to stand. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not a jot of his word will fade. It will stand forever. So even in the midst of the law in the world, God's law going to trump it. Come on now. Now, I don't know who is this for, but I just felt I had to share this because it was in my spirit. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, let me put this in a recording so I can save this and come back and listen to it myself. Because it's like God felt the same kind of way today. He probably been with feeling like he probably been feeling like this all these decades. I'm just having that experience with him. OK, let's get that straight. It's not like, oh, I am so spiritual. No, 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 no. God's been feeling like this here, but it's just that I'm at that spiritual level now to hear his heart. And that's how God deals with each and every one of us individually and separately. When you get to a certain level, if you sacrifice enough, walk in obedience, not so much sacrifice because he, he, he's not pleased with sacrifice. He says it's better to obey than sacrifice. A lot of times when we pray, we ask daddy for something, he bring it our way and he expects us to be obedient and step in it. But then we start looking at all the stuff around us and say, well, you know what? Um, I'm a sacrifice to do that. But, you know, if it's not really, you know, I'm just going to wait and say, why wait when God didn't put it before you already? You see what I'm saying? So I, I'm at that level well, God have brought me to that level so I can understand his heart at this realm. And I'm sure he want to pull out more, but we can't handle the truth. We can't handle what God has to tell us. You know, just like the Israelites, the Hebrews, um, before they was changed, the name was changed. The Hebrews, when they was lashing at Moses, why you always got to go to the mountaintop? We want to hear from God ourselves. God just don't speak to you. And guess what? God told them to back up. And what happened? He said, let them come. And as they was coming up, they was dying. Why? Because they wasn't purifying themselves before they go up to the holy mountain. Come on, Holy Ghost. We don't want to purify ourselves. We don't want to discipline ourselves. We don't want to take time out with God. We don't want to pray unto him unless something is wrong and we need him. Like he's some kind of uh, a Latin lamp, rub on it and presto, my wish come true. No, 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 no. You have to seek after him first. But first, seek after the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing things. Seeking means to find, to take out, to take time to research, line upon line, precepts upon precepts. Whatever that situation is that we are dealing with, we're supposed to seek after God about the situation. And don't be so, so, so lazy. Because the word is the word. We can go spend thousands of dollars on watches and shoes and cars, material things, and it just costs you no more than $5 to go get you the Word of God, the King James Version, 
or you can get any other version that that can explain the word to you. But I always start with the King James version, and I do have Amplify also. It'll explain it more. All the other versions you kind of like watch out. I learned from my um, Pastor Richardson uh, of Unity Ministries. He was teaching us about the the uh, the works of the flesh, right? However, he was also explaining how who really writes the Bible, and he was saying. This company that write the the book of Satan writes the New International Version or the New Living Translation. One of those translations, they they print up the book of Satan too, the Bible. I say, whoa! He says, so I really don't deal with that. I read it, but I don't really deal with that. I deal with the Amplified and the King James, and I think it's another version that he used. So see, you're learning something every day, but search it out. Search the matter out. King, search a matter out before you do anything. Search that thing out, y'all. Because right now, God is searching. He's looking for, who can I send? Who can I send with pure hands and a clean heart? See, God looking at the heart. Because our heart is very wicked. Who would know it? That's what, the, that's what Ezekiel is saying. It's in the Bible. I don't even know my heart. I'm striving to, to give God my heart. But I'm fighting every day the spiritual warfare, the buffet his body, the buffet his tongue, to to buffer my mind, my thoughts. Oh, it's a fight, you guys. It's a fight. To stay right with the Spirit of God. So Daddy is saying, who can I send? Who can I send? Meaning, what message can I send it to that I know that they'll speak it out without all this uh, propaganda, political stuff that's going on? Right? He said, right now, he said, the way I'm feeling when I'm looking over, when I'm doing a, a, a world analysis, <laughs> God is doing a world analysis about right now. And he said, daughter, you just don't know. I could snap my finger right now and it'd be done. Everybody, it'd be gone. I was like, whoa, okay, daddy. Well, if you're feeling like that, you're feeling a certain kind of way, um, please show me what I need to get straight. <laughs> please, Holy Spirit. Put your finger on what I need to put put your finger on to get right in my heart. I evaluate myself every day, y'all. Things happen to me every day. Something's happened to Dr. D. But it's, it's training, it's equipping, it's sharpening your character. It's making you that strong warrior. You have to be a warrior. You know, like like the gangster, you you better be a gangster for Jesus, cause guess what? The stuff that's happening out here right now ain't got time for no wimp. Ain't got time for no 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 patty cake Christian. Oh well, I'm just gonna sit and wait on the Lord. I don't know why this is happening to me. Well, it's supposed to happen to you. You you say you have Christ. You're on a battlefield now, baby girl. Buckle up. Pull up your learns like the Holy Spirit told David. God told him, pull up your learns. Pick up yourself. Why are your soul so cast down? Put your trust in the Lord. Sing a new, Lord, a new song unto the Lord. For his mercy endure it forever. His mercy endure it forever. And if you believe in the Father, his mercy is towards you. And it's good. It's to bring you to an expected end. He loves you with an everlasting love. 
And whatever the Father has given you to do in this earth at this time, get it done. Get it done and move quickly. Putting up my breakfast, y'all. So I just wanted to share that. That was in my heart. That was in my spirit today. Strong, y'all. It was in my spirit strong today. But this morning. And uh, and if you have to communicate with somebody, don't send them no doggone Facebook quote. Calling people up. Call that person up and be a man, be a woman, and, and talk straight up. You see what I'm saying? We need to stop that foolishness. That that's acting very immature. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not um man like. It's not lady like. If you got something going on on the inside of you that you need to talk to somebody, just call them and come straight up. All right. If you think the enemy playing with your mind, trying to play mind games with you or whatever, just lay it out on the table and talk about it. So you can get it straight. Then guess what? You can move on. Don't have your your heart open up to individuals that really don't have their heart open up to you. You know, in the words of Maya Angelou, if they're not, don't be somebody else's. Don't don't you be a priority to somebody that don't see you as a priority. Never okay, she said, never make someone a priority whom all you are to them is an option. And that goes in line to what I was I'm I'm ministering on this series of your walls fortified. Don't make them a priority if you just arrest stop. You're not even a, a possibility. Because in their mindset, they already have their destination. Whoa. See what I'm saying? And I believe if we can come to that, that, that mindset with a loving attitude, you know what I'm saying? Be motivated by love and keep it moving. It will alleviate a lot of heartache. It will alleviate a lot of emotional trauma and drama. <laughs> okay. It just comes straight out. I, I tell you, the phone calls that I get after the fact from, from gentlemen, after years pass, and they call me up, and this was gets me, and I'm like, really? You going to really tell me this now? I, 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 can't, I don't play read in between the lines. I'm old school. First of all, if I tell you in the beginning of meeting you and talking to you and growing with you, I'm telling you up front, I'm old school. My ways is old school. What do old school mean? Old school mean back then, this is how we, we, we was taught. If a man is interested in you, they're going to come up to you. They're going to present to you that, hey, they're interested in you. And then you build from that. And you begin to build a friendship. You begin to communicate. You begin to know what they like, what they don't like. You know what I'm saying? You begin to... Um, um, well, back then, I wasn't really in God, but just being a friend, like talking about issues of life, talking about things that's going on with you personally, you begin to open up your your heart to that person because you are sharing experiences with one another. That's how you become one. That's how you become a friend to someone without even no physical contact, meaning no sexual contact or anything. You just 
what's up? You know, we're going to bike ride. Yay. And you do little stupid things while you're going. You know, when I was a kid, me and my brother and the friends back in Algiers, we we did bike riding and we did stupid stuff, especially around Halloween, y'all. We went around and kicked them people, um, punking while they had it outside. And we just did some crazy, stupid stuff. But we was children. We was having fun. And so the next day or something, we get our little popsicle and sit on the porch because, you know, back then you had to be on the porch by the sun, by the street lights come on. All right. And once you go outside, especially in the summertime, ain't no in and out mama house. You either out or you're in. And what my mama did for us, she had an ice chest. She put our water, our um, cups and stuff outside on top of the ice chest. She made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for us. Um, she had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and bologna sandwiches. I never forget it. And she'll tell us around a certain time, okay, now once y'all go outside, you ain't coming in and out of my house. So if you didn't want to go outside, you stayed inside. But once you went outside, boom, that door locked. You ain't coming in. We ain't had keys. You know, we got children now that got keys to the house. They can come when they want. They can leave what they want. Not back then. We didn't have no key to no house. Once you outside, you outside. Mama have to let you in. And if mama gone, you got to sit on them stairs to mama come home and let you in. Whoa. I know it's kind of dangerous now, but that's just how it was in the community. In our block, we was the village. You know, the village raised us. Everybody looked out for each other. My mama came home and my brother had did something. Um, Aunt me across the street. I called mama and said, oh, you know that boy was down the street with that other, little, that other little child around the corner? Just want to let you know. And guess what? You can hear him in the room. I thought I told you I don't want you hanging with that 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 boy from around the corner. Them not them not that's not that's not good people there. That's what they used to tell us. They'll tell us that's good people. That's not good people. Or they'll say that's danger. No, that's trouble. Say so that's trouble right there. Stay away from that. Oh yeah, that's how we was right. So if I'm talking with an individual, especially a gentleman, I'm gonna let you know up front. I'm old school. That's just how I was raised. So if you coming towards me, right? And, and you making um, an injection that you're interested in me, okay, so I'm going to, okay, and we communicate back and forth. So I'm thinking, okay, we're building something. Now, when the brakes stop, if, ladies, listen, if they want to start fondling you and, and want to kiss all over you or whatever, then you got to stop there and say, okay, now where is this going? Because if you are doing this, you that's becoming more intimate now. So that means we're a couple now? Uh, 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 what was what's that? That means we... We switching the friendship to courtship? Are you interested in me? Am I a possibility to get to that destination in front of that preacher to say I do? You see what I'm saying? You see how that, that goes? But no, no. No, 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 no. Both ways. But I'm seeing more prevalent that men do this. And then after years, once you block them and say, okay, you got to be serious about me before we even do all of that. Then they get a little stinky little attitude. How? I said to get an attitude. Well, they stop calling you like they used to. Or they stop responding to your calls. They'll just send you a text or sometimes they don't even answer anything. They call you when they want to call you. Oh, and this is the, the kicker right here. Oh, I was busy. I was working. I was doing this. Here. No, I already get it. I get the picture. All right. I get the picture. So now because I done backed up, listen, ladies. Because I didn't back up, I'm not going to let you have me a sucker for a fool, just have me hanging around like I'm some kind of um, ornament on a tree just hanging there. <laughs> you know, now you feel in a certain kind of way because now you don't have access to me no more like you did. 
I'm not going to pick up the phone because you're showing me that I'm not a priority in your life. It's just business or it's just ministry or it's just work, you see. So now you're deciphering. You got to make sure and put things in order, ladies, so you won't get caught up into that web, that emotional web. And then all of a sudden you see a post. Like, well, what is this? Cool. Thank you, Lord. And, and when God reveals something to you, then you got to take it for what it is, ladies, and back up and let that thing go. Men, the same thing. Why you keep, ch you keep chasing Sally and Jane and they showing you they ain't, they ain't interested in you. And then what's the crazy part about it? When they do get with who they think they want and then it don't happen or something happened where they're like, uh, then they're going to come and give you a phone call. Well, you know what? I really thought we, 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 we should have been a couple by now, but, you know, um, I, I can see um, where I messed up and, uh, you know, uh, I just, you know, I'm like, and I stop them. I say, well, hey, wait a minute, hold up. I'm not no basketball. No, I'm not no basketball team. I'm not your point guard. I don't do rebounds. <laughs> and they be like, what were you talking about? Just what I'm saying. I don't do rebounds. No. No, I don't do rebounds, sorry. Uh-uh. Because it's like now whatever you thought was there is not there. Now you're coming back and saying, oh, you know what? She was the good catch. She was better. Let me go back over here. Nah, that, that's, a, that's, that's bad. That's bad. You know? That's, No. So you have to know the difference. I want y'all to tune in more. I'll go in more details with that tomorrow. Um, Facebook.com slash Redeemed by the Blood. I'll be Facebook Live tomorrow at 4 o'clock. I'm probably going to switch it to Monday so it can be in the evening because I got some, um, some good comments. But they was like, I want to be on there live with you, but I'm at work or I'm doing this. And I'm like, okay, I'll be prayerful. It's just that I was trying to um, just be obedient to God and get it started. You know, and that's just me. When God tells me to do something, I just want to get it started, and then he'll come and tweak it. I'm not stopping it. He'll tweak it and say, okay, move it here, do this, to, you know, but I want to be obedient. When he say do it, I got to do it. All right? So tomorrow, for a fact, Thursday at 4 o'clock, we'll be Facebook Live at uh, facebook.com slash redeemed by the blood. That's R-E-D-E-E-M by the blood. Um, you're not a friend. Um, request a friendship and I can uh, accept it so you can see me live. Uh, it is listed as public, so you can do that. Um, praise God, I'm excited for what God is doing in my life. Uh, my Instagram is um, Y-A-L Danielle, D-O-N-I-E-L. Uh, my Twitter is the same. Let's see. You already have my anchor. But if you go to Linktree, Linktree slash Y-A-L Danielle, you'll be able to see everything that I do. If you have any questions, you need any help with any fields pertaining to mission trips, missions, um, community outreach business. I'm a notary in Houston, Texas. I'm a publisher. Um, I do business consultation. I do bookkeeping. I mean, God has really blessed me to be 
a, a, a resource center. <laughs> and if I don't know something, I am not afraid to say, you know what? I don't have the information, but give me a couple of days and I'll research it for you and get it back to you. Yes, I will. I will do that for you. All right. So let me get out of here. I got to go and pick up something. Then I got to come back in the office and, um, and, and tweak out some work. But I just want to share my heart on that because I feel that um, God is breathing. The portals are open and he's breathing and he wants us to step into it. But it's like he was like, you know what, I'm just, he said, it was, I felt like the Lord was just sharing how he was feeling that his children are not showing appreciation for what he's doing. He said um, the appreciation it wasn't there. He felt rejected. Still feeling rejected. All that he has done, God himself is still feeling rejected. And that's the main thing that the devil used against all of us, that spirit of rejection. That's a stronghold. And we have to break the bands of rejection out of our lives because it prevents us to really um, fulfill at 100% of God's purpose in our lives, for our lives, and with individuals he bring across our lives. I call those divine connections, all right? And you know when it's a divine connection, you see. But what happens, the enemy will come in and throw his little curveballs in and start getting you looking at stuff, seeing stuff, and you scratching your head. And because of your past experiences, I think I talked about that later, because of your past experiences, all right, your past experiences bring up this wall and have you second-guessing what God then put before you. And what happens, you go wind up getting hooked up with an Ishmael and your Isaac, you're going you're gonna to walk away from the Isaac. And the Ishmael going to destroy you because we see that right now in Israel. <clears throat> Literally. <clears throat> the metaphor is right there. That's what's going on right now with, with Pal um, Palestine, the Muslims, the territory, that land. You go look on your African map, that little strip. With one little piece of strip by the Red Sea, you can put your finger on that part. That's Israel. And all that land that God then gave Ishmael, he still wants Israel. You know why? Because God blessed Israel. The blessing was on Israel. And we are descendants in, in uh, inherited. Our inheritance comes from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that's what Ishmael wants, the descendants of Ishmael. That's what they want. They want their blessing. That's what the devil wants. The devil wants your blessing. Come on now, that's a whole nother subject. But stay, stay stern, stay true to you, stay humble, have your heart clean. You know, if somebody hurt you, go ahead and cry that stuff out. You know, forgive them. You know, let them know if, if, if it's possible. Let them know, love, you know what you did? You might not even know you're hurting me, but the words you said to me, the statements you said to me, how you acted towards me, you know, that hurted my spirit. It really hurted my heart. But I'm going to let you know I forgive you, I love you, and I'm moving on. That's all you have to do and keep it going. All right? And bless them. Find something they like and say, hey, I want to bless you with this. And go on. Dust your feet and, and keep it moving. All right? You don't have to worry about trying to kiss nobody behind to um, befriend them. No, I, I, no, 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 no. Nah, because you're worth it. You're valuable. You are important to God. And guess what? People who come in your life should recognize that you are important. And they should respect you 
as a valuable tool in their lives, just like you respect them as a valuable tool in their lives. But as Maya Angelou state always, and I'm going to leave you with this phrase that she said. And this was two things, two things that kept me going and changed my whole mindset, my whole mindset about people and people who come my way. When people show you who they are, believe them. Period. Because that's who they are. Now, it's up to you if you're going to subject yourself to their behavior. Now, if the behavior is not pleasing to you, then I fault you because now you are lowering your esteem. You're, you lowering your value to succumb to, to gain a relationship with a person that don't even care about you. Whoa. So when they show you who they are, no matter what it is, I don't care if it's about delay in response, phone calls, actions, going out, business connection, da-da-da. If you seeing yourself put more effort towards a person of your, in your kindness, in your gentleness, all right, and, and they're not showing that you are important to them, you know, you giving back to them and they ain't giving nothing to you, you showing love towards them by the things that you're doing, actions, you're making sure things are fulfilled. I mean, you're thinking about them, you, you're sending them a text just saying hi, checking on you. Uh, oh, I got this for you. Uh, that's, when you do kind gestures like that to people, you're letting them know that, hey, I care about you. You're part of my world. Yeah, I may be busy, but I want to let you know that you're always on my mind. If the, if, if the person don't do that in return to you, Man, come on now. Come on, y'all. Wake up. Wake up. And the last but not least, never make someone a priority when all you are to them is an option. Man, I'm not thinking about her. Man, I got all this stuff going on. Why I got to call her? Why I got to do that? But the person is being a blessing to, to, to the other person. And you see them. You see them going out to eat. You're seeing them taking this person to eat. You know, they ain't by themselves, even though they're taking pictures by themselves, but they ain't by themselves. Come on. <laughs> it's, all a, it's all a facade, y'all. It's all a facade. See, when I'm out and about, I'm, I love taking pictures. I'm, I'm going to take pictures. I don't have no hidden agenda. And if I'm taking pictures by myself, it's because I'm by myself. And you can see that I'm taking pictures by myself because I'm holding the camera and taking selfies. Duh. Come on, we got to wake up. We got to wake up, ladies. You got to wake up, men. The, the enemy is rope doping too many of God's children. That's what he's saying. We're falling into this trap. Wake up. Awake to righteousness. We got to wake up, people. Wake up to the right things they're doing. This world is really deceiving a lot of people, man. And that's why Daddy said, he said, I can snap my finger right now and end all this. It is being, the world is so hateful. People are mean, they're selfish, um, they're trifling, they don't care, they're users and abusers. I'm going to get what I need to get and keep it moving, you know. They use cliches as a cover-up, and God say all that he is not pleased with. He came for one thing, to build and grow a family together. But why everybody trying to separate? Why everybody trying to, you know, well, if they ain't for me, I'm gone. They can just go. I'm going on. The higher I go, that's the less people in my circle. Well, that is true. That is true. 
because everybody ain't going to go with you. But where you going, God going to always have somebody. Guess what? The word, I, I'm going because see, I'm about to start something else, y'all. There's safety in a multitude of councils. No, God don't want you by yourself because you ain't safe. And then they want to compare themselves to Jesus, but you know Jesus by himself. Well, yeah, Jesus was Jesus. <laughs> We're not Jesus. But then on the flip side, when they want to do what they want to do, they say, well, you know what? I ain't Jesus, so here, I'm human. I can do this here. Okay, whoa. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now make up your mind. you either going to be like Jesus or you're not going to be like Jesus. You see how you're flipping that thing? Man, y'all better wake up and start listening to statements and people saying, I catch it. And, I, and, it, and it gets me because I be laughing like they don't want to hear. I can hear it bucking against what I'm saying. I can hear it. I can hear it when a person speaks. They're bucking against the truth. And only the truth will make you free. Not the truth that you know that you have made on your own, your own truth. But the truth that's standing against the word of God. Not my truth that I'm seeing in somebody else and comparing myself to say, oh, I'm better than them, so I'm living the truth. No, 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 no. What do the truth say about my situation now? How am I comparing to God's truth? That's our, that's our balancer. That's what we should be comparing ourselves to what the word of God says. And if I'm not lining up with this word, whatever I'm saying, it don't mean a hill of beans. It's just words. It's my opinion. All right. Well, I know this was a mouthful. I didn't expect to do all this. Man, I could have used this as a recording for my safe zone broadcast. And I might see if I, my producer can pull it up for me. I like this myself. This is good. This is good. So uh, I'm going to check y'all out. Uh, I'm going to finish those. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm a, I got y'all with the tongue. Yeah, we, we going to finish that. Shut your mouth. 30 days. Shut your mouth challenge. Oh, yeah. So I know y'all been like, you know, whoo. You ain't got a break. You about to come up. We got going both eyes. <laughs> I got three days I got to give you. All right. Much love. Let me go out here and um, take care of this little business. And I'm going to talk with you guys later. Now, I'll probably come on live on Facebook a little bit because I see that the sun is shining. I'm going to get some sunshine. So, um, Dr. D is out with the boom factor. I'll check you guys later. All right. God bless.